Welcome back to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham, uh, where we help you take your dreams to six figures and beyond. And today's going to be more of a solo podcast. I wanted to hop on here and talk to you about the thing I see most salespeople, entrepreneurs, and coaches make as a mistake when they are trying to, you know, get deals, get people to come in to their programs, whatever that is. Um, I've been in sales for over 15 years, and it's always funny because you can always tell when you've been in any industry who's going to make it and who's not. And this one little thing is always the main reason that people either make it and do extremely well or fail. Then you might be like thinking, well, wait a minute, how could it just be one thing? Well, like anything else, success is boring. Sales is a process. If you learn the process, you can make a lot of money at it. You can do very well at it. But if you don't do the right steps with it, you mess up. So tonight, I just want to talk to you a bit about prospecting. The thing that most people in sales hate to do. Uh, The reason is, is because no one likes to be rejected. They don't like having someone tell them no. They don't enjoy having to, you know, reach out to someone that maybe they don't know and try to pitch them on a product or a service or anything like that. Um, And I just want to give you a little story while we start this out. Oh, back probably almost, shoot, 15 years ago when I first started doing sales, I was working for a in-home company selling roofing, windows, and siding, which is great. Loved it Um, because it was the first thing I'd ever done with it. It was kind of new and all. But I went to go to this house and I ended up having the person no-show. Now, in the sales world, that sucks. Especially when you have to drive around and you have only so many appointments a day. Well, being that I needed to pay for stuff and for my family and all, I decided, well, heck, it's the evening with my last one. I'm going to go knock on some doors. So I start knocking on doors, just prospecting cold, saying, hey, you know, here I am. Want to talk to you about roofing windows and siding. Didn't know if you had any need. It's kind of an older community or whatever. And I probably walked for about two hours. This is up in Michigan. So it wasn't as bad as down here where I live now in the Texas heat. But still walking and knocking on doors. And pretty much getting told no. No thank you. Get out of here. Why are you bugging me? And I was walking back to my car. And I looked up. And there was this one last house. And this house was on a hill. And remember, I had been walking for a while. So I've been walking for almost two hours at this point. Rejected, down, sad, not happy at all. And I started halfway up the hill and I literally almost stopped. And the lady goes, hey, what are you doing? And I said, hey, I'm selling roofs. She goes, hey, I need one. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, holy crap. So I ended up walking up the hill the rest of the way. Talked to the lady and sold an $8,000 roof, which was what I needed to hit my bonus and hit what I was needing to do for that month. And the only reason I was able to do it was this. I was able to do it because I was prospecting. I was knocking on the doors. I was reaching out to people and just saying, hey, can I help you out? Hey, I have a product and service that can help you. Hey, you know, I'm here. And this is why I think this is the biggest reason most people do not succeed. Because if people don't know you, like Uncle G says, they can't follow you. Grant Cardone, for all of you that don't know who Uncle G is. <laughs> you have to get to the point where you embrace the no. You have to get to the point where you're willing to just keep knocking on the door, making the phone call, sending the email, 
doing the DM, making the piece of content, whatever it is that you're doing, you have to be relentless with it. You have to be passionate with it. You have to get down and dirty and just put the work in. You know, everyone loves watching Wolf of Wall Street or watching all these sales shows. I'm like, oh yeah, and they do all this quick little talking and the prospect's there and it's great and they buy because of some witty thing they said. Most sales professionals understand that's not how it works. Now you do have to pick up the phone and call. You do have to reach out and make that connection. That part's true. But the part that isn't true is the one call always perfect close because if you just say the right thing. No, what's true is going and finding the client that you can help in solving a problem or a need they have. And that's what sales is. See, we have all these different ideas from Hollywood, from all over. And if you hear the cicadas, I'm out walking while I'm doing this. So I guess this is kind of a nature sales podcast today for you. But we have all these, you know, false ideas of how sales should get done how it has to be perfect, how you have to have the right sayings. And most people are like, man, I can't talk like that. I'm just a normal person. You know what? If you prospect enough, if you get enough deals in the pipeline, if you get enough people that you're talking to about your products, your service, your widget, whatever that is, the sales will come in. Because then it's not about being perfect in what you're doing. It's just being imperfect, but moving forward each and every day. It's talking to people about their dreams, their plans, their visions, and giving them a solution to help them build their business or lose weight or eat right or be in a better relationship with their family, whatever that is. And that's the biggest difference that separates the people that make it in sales and business and the people that don't. The people that make it are the ones that reach out and say, hey, here I am, let me help you. The ones that don't make it are the people that sit and wait or just try to do one deal or just try to do one big deal like oh i'm gonna put all my apples in this one little thing not realizing that they're actually messing up what they could do and what they should do which is touch as many people as possible give them the best solution and value you can come up with and not worry about it being perfect and not worry about you know what's in it for them but actually help people that's how you make money that's how you make it in sales talking to as many people as possible about your stuff what you want to do to help them so first rule of sales talk to as many people as possible prospect find a way to get there and then along with that know your numbers now i know i mentioned this before but it's true so here's the thing if you're out there prospecting, and to give you an idea, now I do over-the-phone sales right now selling multi-year contracts for dedicated fiber internet services currently. And I need to know what's my numbers. How many people do I need to talk to each day to get me to the part where I can have the presentations I need? So say I talk to 100 people or reach out, cold call 100 people a day. Say I get a hold of 30 of them and I get 10 of them interested. That means I may get five of them that actually are willing to, you know, get on a call with me, talk with me about my products and service and what I'm offering. And then of those five, I'm hoping to get one or two to at least say, yes, I want to do it or yes, I want more information on it. And then the game begins. 
it's just all about feeding the beast, for lack of better terms. It's all about getting enough people in your sphere, in your ecosphere, so that you can be successful. Now, you can do this many different ways. You can go knock on doors if that's what your services handle. You can do it for business to business, business to customers, doesn't matter. But you can either do it, there's like five ways really you can do this. <coughs> One, door knocking. Hard as heck. Most billionaires actually, if you follow their life, started out doing door knocking. Because if you can learn to sell at the door, walking up to someone's house facing that type of rejection, man, you can do anything. Second place, over the phone sales, calling. You'll see like Wolf of Wall Street, boiler room, stuff like that. Making phone calls. You're able to touch more people, more time, more repetition. Uh, third, email marketing. It's a great way to soft touch. Reach out to people. Multiple blasts. Different ways to do it. Just make sure you customize it and make it about them, not you. Fourth thing, mailers and flyers. Kind of really old school, but you'll be surprised that if you go to like, say, a trade school or trade show or something like that, how much people will respect a simple handwritten note from you because it just doesn't happen anymore. People want genuine. People want real. People want to feel like they're seen and heard. And then the fifth way, trade shows. If your industry has them, go to them. You'll meet leaders, shakers, people that are involved in it. Get their information. Don't talk about you. Talk about them. Find their needs. Find their wants. Find their dreams. Find their passion. Uh, I think it was Zig Ziglar said, if you help other people, you know, find their dreams, their goals, their passions, you'll never lack for money. And the reason is, it's because of this. When you make things happen for others, it comes back to you. When you go into a sales role or a business coaching role, an entrepreneur role, and you're actually being there to help them and not you, the money comes. The money's not even an issue after that point because you're doing the right things. You're doing what you need to do to succeed. You're doing it with the right attitude and with the right heart. Now, is it easy? No. Does it suck a lot of times? Yes. Do you get told no a bunch? Yes. Do you need to have your thick skin because it's not the easiest job in the world? Yes. Why is that? Because if sales was super easy, everyone would be doing it. But they pay us because we have the ability to take someone that maybe just had a little bit of an interest in what we were doing and turn them into a sale for our businesses or for our companies or maybe even for our own business. You know, sales is a skill set. It's an art form. (laughs) But the first rule of sales is fill your pipeline. Get as many people in it as possible. The other thing that you got to think about with this is simple. If you have more people to talk to about your products, about your service, about what you're doing, about, you know, what you're trying to accomplish and you're helping them meet their needs, the notes don't matter because now you know, hey, if I talk to 10 people and I get to talk to two of them and those two say yes, it's worth getting eight no's. It's worth getting eight no's so that you can go on the trips you want to do with your family or so that you can buy the vehicle you want or maybe donate to the charity you want or maybe help the person that you couldn't help before because you weren't in a position to help. But if you do sales right and you get in the right positioning, you're able to help so many more people because I always hear this thing, oh, rich people and salespeople, they're just crooks and robbers and blah, blah, blah. Well, 
Not really. Most salespeople I know, most business people I know, most entrepreneurs I know are salt of the earth people that are trying to help. They're trying to, they have a vision, a plan, or something that they want to do to help others. They want to be able to take care of their family. They want to be able to, you know, say their mom got sick. They want to be able to pay for that, you know, without worry. Say there is a recession or something. They want to have money put back so their kids are taken care of. Just like you, just like me. You know, it's really flipping that paradigm shift and understanding that if you are in sales or marketing or business, you have the ability to create your world. You have the ability to write your own checks. But that starts with who you reach out to, who you say hello to, who you prospect with. And I know I'm harping on this, but to give you another story, when I started out in sales, I sucked. I was horrible at it. And then I shifted from doing face-to-face, door-to-door, to on-the-phone sales. And one of my best friends hired me for a job. And he was being nice to me. I know he was being nice to me. And I was horrible on the phone. Like, horrible. Like, hey, do you want something? No? Okay, bye. Like, horrible. But I had the tenacity to, I wasn't going to take no as a way to stop me. The other guy that was in the office with me was a brilliant salesperson. Great at what he did. But I just kept dialing. I just got it in my head that I just have to get a yes. It doesn't matter how many people are going to tell me no. I got to take care of my family. I just got to get a yes. And then when I switched to selling oil and gas investments, I found a niche for me in that because I could start, I started developing how well I could talk to people and what I was doing. And it ended up being that I would just go out and I partnered with the best closer there. So he gave me some of his tips, his ideas, what he was doing. And this guy was closing crazy amounts of money in my mind, like three, four million dollars in sales a year. Well, I started being a setter, which means that I would pre-qualify people for him. So I had to go and take and get them past a no to an interest, and then I would hand him off to him. Well, so it was like a winning in the best of both worlds, but I was doing two to 300 calls a day, a day. You know why? Because I was hungry. I wanted to make sure that my family was fed. I wanted to do cool things. I didn't want to just be stuck doing, you know, something that I wasn't happy with. I wanted to make sure that I was able to get to the places I wanted to be, to do the things I wanted to do without having to rely on a set wage or a set thing that was limited and I could only make whatever, no matter how many hours I worked, maybe they give me a little bonus or whatever. Crazy. Not what I wanted to do. And I think if you're listening to this podcast, you're like me. You're like, you know what? No. I want to be able to write my own paychecks. I want to be able to have twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 months. I want to be able to have maybe hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars $300,000 months. I'm not limiting you. But I am telling you that if you don't prospect, you'll never get there. If you don't reach out, you'll never get there. If you don't make the content or the post, you'll never get there. Because if people don't know who you are, how can they buy from you how can they even interact with you if you're not saying hello you're not going to get it you're not going to get there and there's a lot of great sales tactics and i've seen so many talented talented i'm telling you crazy more talented people than me in the beginning but they just never would put the work in 
they never would put the time in. And because of that, I would beat them year after year after year after year. Because time over tension matters. Consistency matters. In sports, the more reps you do, the better you get. It becomes clockwork. It becomes second nature to the point where someone says, oh, no, I'm not interested. You have a rebuttal right away. Yeah, I know you're not interested, but X, Y, Z, whatever that is. You know, you become stronger. You become better. I actually, at this point in my sales career, try to get them to say no. Now, I know you might be thinking that's crazy, but I do. I try to get them to say no because I'm looking for a pain point. I'm looking for something that they need from me or an objection so I can overcome it because if someone's just saying, yeah, 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 they're not a buyer. They're just trying to get you away. But if they say, no, I don't know. Well, what about this? And now I know it's game on. Now I know I can play. Now I can know I can do this. But I got this way and I got good at this because I did repetition after repetition after repetition after repetition. Failure after failure after failure to one success here then two successes and three successes to the point now sitting today because I'm still working in corporate America I'm sitting number four for a multi-billion dollar company in the mid-market industry and I'm number one in my department for inside sales and that's crazy because five years ago me would not have been anywhere close to this but I've done the work I put the time in and I fanatically fanatically podcasted now not what I was trying to say I fanatically prospected, put the word out there, reached out, asked for referrals, reached out by email, reached out by phone, reached out by social media. And if it wasn't the right time, you know what I did? I said, hey, cool, I get that. When is the right time for you? Or hey, is it okay if I call you back in a couple weeks? Why? Because most salespeople only make it in a role for one to two years. So if you're there three or four years, you become an expert. And then the people are like, well, wait a minute. I talked to this guy a year ago. I talked to him two years ago. I think the longest deal I've done with my current role, it took me 468 days from the first time I talked to him. Because our CRM would tell me how many days it, it took to close this deal. Over a year and a half. But it was worth it because it was a worthwhile deal. It made me money. It helped me out. And I was happy because I was able to help them out. So just to recap on this episode the thing that i see most sales professionals business coaches entrepreneurs and people that have services they offer miss is being fanatical prospectors picking up the phone and reaching out and dialing making the piece of content or even better if on social media instead of just making content and letting them do stuff going and looking at who liked it and then reaching out to them saying hey thanks for liking my content or my post or my video, what was, your, what was your takeaway on it? There's so many different ways you can get your information out there. Don't be afraid to reach out because you never know. It might be that last, last call you make or that last door you were thinking about knocking. You walk halfway up the hill and you may have a lady like I did say, hey, and you got to say, hey, but if you aren't walking there to get there, you'll never get it. So put yourself out there. Be bold. Be brave. Go after it with all your heart. I couldn't have done half of what I've done in the last six months if I hadn't put in the time, the effort, and the work. So that's my thoughts today. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you got value from this, leave me a comment. Send me a, put me a like on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Share this episode with two friends. I would love to be able to help more people. 
Uh, once again, thank you for listening to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham, where we help you take your dreams to six figures and beyond. And the next episodes coming up are going to be crazy fire. You will want to check them out. Have a wonderful day.